This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Matt Bolin and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. You know, during this holiday season, we have a, a lot of people saying thanks. We have, you know, grateful people. And, you know, it's funny, uh, you know, Salvation Army, this is when they have their bell ringers out. Why? Because people become much more gracious during this time. They're grateful for things and they're excited about it. You know, and I think about this and I think it shouldn't just be a day. It's like Mother's Day. There shouldn't be one day that we honor our moms. It shouldn't be one day that we honor our dads. It shouldn't be one day that we celebrate our love for each other on Valentine's Day. It shouldn't be one day that we do this, but it should be every day we choose to wake up. I love when pastor said this. He said he, w- he wakes up and the first thing he does almost every single morning is say, good morning, Lord. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. He greets his best friends when he first wakes up in the morning. And it's a choice that he makes because he says, I'm grateful for where I'm at. You know, when I started these messages, it started with this thought. I was at a pastor's conference two, year, two or three years ago. And these two pastors are pastors of mega churches. And they were asked the question, how have you kept doing what you've been doing? How have you kept doing this? Because, you know, if you're in a job for a long time, it's a lot of wear and tear on you. It's a lot of pull and you get tired. And if you're not refilling yourself, then you keep getting down lower and lower and lower. And they said, how have you done this? And they said, I believe it's very simple. It comes down to this. I've never gotten over being saved. I've never gotten over, which means I'm grateful that I have the Lord Jesus in my life. I'm grateful that God would care enough about me to say, I want Matt. I want that guy. You know, I think about this and I always go back to when I was growing up, when your kid's on a playground and you're breaking up and you're playing teams and you get these two people and they're picking people. And maybe at times you weren't the first pick. Maybe you were the last pick. Maybe you were somewhere in the middle. They just kind of fit you in the team. I always think about that. And I think sometimes we think of ourselves as the last pick for God, but God always picked us first before all else. John 15, 16 says, I choose you before you chose me. We have to remember who God really is in our lives, and we become grateful and thankful to God with that. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with me to Psalms chapter 100. Psalms 100. If you're flipping through there, hopefully you were there for the tithes and offerings, but if you weren't there, it's right in the middle, pretty much right in the middle, go back left just a little bit. Mine's on page 510, if that helps anybody. Psalms chapter 100. Verse 1 says this. It says, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Listen, this is what we've done tonight. Know that the Lord is God. You know, I I think about that at times. We think our circumstances are above God. What we've done is above God. Listen, nothing is above God. The Bible says everything falls at the feet of Jesus. Every name and everything will fall at the feet of Jesus, which means that there is nothing that is too big and too great for God. If I get my eyes off of that molehill, you get my eyes on the big God that's above it. That looks tiny. So it continues to go. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. And his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Listen, we enter 
with praise and thanksgiving. You know, at times, I think we cower in before God. We kind of don't get mad at me. That's not God. God is full of love. God is full of an opportunity to just serve him. He says, come with praise and thanksgiving. You're praising God and saying, thank you, God, that I am not who I used to be. I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Come with praise and thanksgiving. When we come with a praise and thanksgiving heart, God begins to move. When we enter with that, the Lord welcomes all who call upon his name. Romans 10, 13, for all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. But it comes down to you making the decision. It comes down to me making the decision. If I'm not thankful for what I have today, you know what? I miss the opportunity to receive what God really has. As you understand this, it changes the way that we do things. I love that last statement. For the Lord God is good and his love endures forever. But what about this? No, his love endures forever. Endures. It goes through the hard times, through the easy times. Listen, it's not about praising God when it's easy. It's not about praising God when it's hard. It's about praising God all the time. Because my God is a good God. And his love endures forever. That's what we continue to do. Listen, turn to Colossians chapter 3. Last week I talked and I started with this. And I said, this is about being thankful for what God has for us. Colossians is found in the New Testament. For those of you that were here last week, General Electric Power Company, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. That'll help you to find it. So if you get to Philippians, keep going to the right. Colossians chapter 3. These books that we're talking about right here are written by a man named Paul. Paul was a great man of God. In fact, most believe that Paul may be the greatest apostle of all time. He wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Paul was a true man of God. In fact, when, before Paul really knew Jesus, he was doing what God, what he felt like God had for him to do, which was kill those who were turning away from him. In all reality, it was him that was turning him towards them. And so this is what it comes down to. Colossians chapter 3. If you read throughout these, these four books right here, the General Electric Power Company, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, if you read through those, you'll continue to see this word pop up. Thanks. 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 You know, I believe that if we were to ask Paul today, do you ever get over getting saved? He'd say, no, I'm so grateful that I have the Lord Jesus in my life. And I think about this, and I think those are some nuggets that we need to look in our lives. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. And be thankful. Listen, what that tells me is very simply this. If I'm ungrateful, peace cannot find its way into my life. We have to allow thanksgiving to come into us. We have to be thankful for those things. When I'm thankful, you know what? I know God is going to be there to bring me the peace in a desperate time. When I become thankful for the people that are around me, for what God has brought in my life, it changes everything. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. How? Being thankful. Verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as it teach, admonish one another with wisdom as you sing psalms, praise, and spiritual songs with gratitude. There's that word thankful again. With gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks. Catch it again. 
when you start looking at those things, God continues this, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now listen, I believe this. If you were to continue reading down there, the next part says rules for a Christian household in my Bible. If you read through that, the next part says wives submit to your husband. Husbands loves your wives. Children obey your parents. Fathers do not embitter, do not provoke your children. Then it talks about being slaves to earthly masters. And then it says, verse 23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as though you're working for the Lord, not for man, since the, the Lord is a reward. Listen, what that's talking about is this. As I was reading through that, I don't think it's a coincidence because understand this, with God, there is no coincidence. There is only direct obedient. He, he lined it up this way. So you cannot tell me that Paul wrote this thing, says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. You know what that tells me? If I'm not thankful for my wife, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. You know what? I can't love my wife if I'm not thankful for my wife. Wives, you cannot love and respect your husbands if you're not thankful for your husbands. I can't love and respect my kids if I'm not thankful for my kids. What that comes down to is it ties into this. If I'm not thankful, I really can't apply what God has done. I believe God was grateful. That's why he gave his only begotten son. He was thankful for the people are down there. I'm willing to reach out to him. Even if they don't turn to me yet, I'm going to give when no one else looks. Turn with your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians just to the right. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And I want you to listen to how God says this. Verse 16 says this. Very simple. Be joyful always. Verse 17, pray continually. And verse 18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Be joyful, pray continually, and be thankful. I believe those are three major nuggets in our lives. Praise and worship team, if you guys want to go ahead and make your way up. Listen, there are three major things right there, three nuggets that we get. Number one is this. The first thing that it's said to do is be joyful. Be joyful. Verse 16 said that. One of the ways that I've found to be joyful in life, because understand this, there are times that I am on an absolute low. And I have to find something to bring me back to become thankful for God. Because at times, we get caught up in emotions and in the moment instead of getting caught up in God. So how do I become grateful? How do I become joyful in God when I'm having a terrible day? Somebody told me this a long time ago, and it stuck with me for a lot of years. They asked me this simple question. What is it that God has made for you? What is it that God has made for you? I looked and I said, I don't know, what, you, what are you talking about? And they were like, there is something that God did in this world that is made specifically for you. What is that? And I said, well, I don't, how, do you, how do you figure that out? I said, what brings you joy? What brings you peace? What brings you to a place that you, no matter what is going on in your life, you find that one thing and it's like, it's gonna be all right because I know there's a good God. For me, there are three major things that happen to me. Number one is I look up at the stars. I believe God will clear clouds away he will clear everything away that when I look at the stars, I remember. If God can make those, he can help me get through what I'm going through. 
It's a joy to me that I look up at five o'clock in the morning as I'm working out and I walk outside and I look up and I see those stars. And I start to praise God because I'm coming with a praise and thanksgiving to say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I've messed up. I screwed up. I did this. I've done that. And Father, I'm going through this. But I know that if my God can make that for me, then I know he knows enough and cares enough for me to help me get through what I'm going through. The other things, and and I'll briefly describe this. One of the things, Christmas music does it for me. I love Christmas music. In fact, I love it so much, I start listening to it in October. September, actually, to be honest with you, September. Everybody on staff knows it. I, I do those things, but you know what? It brings joy to me because when I hear Christmas music, it reminds me of when I was a child. And my mom and dad used to put that stuff on. And not that my childhood was perfect, because you know what? I've gone through a lot of things in my life. But it would bring incredible peace to my life. It brings joy. It brings those things back. That's one of the things it brings into me. And so whether it's September, it doesn't matter. Because there's days that I need to remember that God is still amazing. And so I start listening to that and it reminds me. There are things that happen that God brings in our life that helps us to remember to be joyful. The Bible talks about it very simply and it says... Pray continually. Ask God because at times we try to do it on our own and that's where we get dig, we dig deeper and deeper and deeper into that hole. Pray continually. When you become prayerful, when you do those things, listen, it lines you back out. If you're to ask pastor, he prays every day at lunch in here. Nobody has to go and knock on the door and say, pastor, you need to go pray. He does it on his own. The reason why he does it on his own, and if you were to ask him, he would say this. He'd say, because if I don't do that, I don't get back in line with God like I need to be. Because I allow these other things to go on. He is a great man of prayer. Listen, joy comes back into your life when I allow God to come back into my life. How does that happen? Communicating with God. When I shut God off, I shut joy off. I shut those things because the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit. There's joy, love, peace. When I do this to God... Instead of this, it changes everything. Be thankful and grateful for what God has had. God has given us. And the last thing is give thanks. Give thanks to God as he freely does in us. Now listen, I believe this. There are three things there. Be joyful, pray, and be thankful. Those three things go hand in hand. If you're having a tough day and not being joyful, give thanks for what God has given you. And all of a sudden, you'll start to see joy come in. If you're having a great day and you're joyful, give thanks to the Lord. Praise, pray to him. If you're having a tough day of finding anything to be thankful about, pray to God and ask, God, help me to be thankful for something today. Bring something in my life to remind me that I need to be thankful, that I have a God who loves me and means so much to me. Help me to remember those things. Because you know what? At times, there are going to be more circumstances in your life that are going to cause you to turn away instead of turn towards God if we're not careful. But if we keep our eyes open and listen to what God has, it'll change us forever. The last scripture I want to cover is this, James chapter 1. And what I want to do is I'm going to break this down very simply. James chapter 1, verse 22 says this. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. You know, I, I, I listen to that scripture and I think there's so many people in this world that we, we, we hear these sermons. We hear this, oh, it sounds so good. But then when the time comes tough, when it gets tough to walk through it and go through all these things and you feel like nothing's going right who are you turning to this or are you turning to friends to help you get that gossip instead of turning to the word of god to get the peace it's a choice that we make do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says verse 23 anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at the at his face in a mirror 
and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Verse 25. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law, that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. Be doers of the word. Do not merely listen, but become doers of the word. Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com.